What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. My name is Matt Primo, and today we are here to discuss the movie Stowaway that it just released on Netflix here uh, this past week. So I just want to review it. No spoilers from this review. But yeah, I decided to, to check it out since it was on the the trending list for a little bit. It was a newly released movie, so I checked it out, see if it was something worth worth watching for everybody else and we'll get into that in just a second uh but here at surfing the stream every week we review a couple of movies traditionally we've been doing series slash franchises and then occasionally we do some genre series as well like kung fu we've done action 90s action and then we've also done horror in review in july we're gonna be doing uh war movies throughout the entire month of july so we do genre series every now and then but uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to be dipping our toes into some one-offs, and we'll be going back and forth between some one-offs and some franchises, Lord of the Rings, uh, the Ninja Turtles. Uh, eventually, we're going to be doing Spider-Man, X-Men, all, the, all those kinds of franchises. But I do want to do some one-off reviews just to kind of get you a little bit of feel. You know, we're not just giving you all, like, Batman for, for six weeks straight. And you're not really getting anything else. So, here's some one-offs. We just I just did a non-spoiler review of Mortal Kombat, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to to restrain myself a little bit because I'm gonna be talking in in present tense. But I'm recording these episodes like significantly sooner than they ever get released. I'm trying to build up a little little bit of a catalog a little bit so that when I have a busy week or whatever from work, family. You know, whatever, I can just release this. Just throw it out there. But this will be released relatively quickly because, you know, the movie just came out and I want y'all to know whether you should go see it or not. Or watch it. And before I jump into my review of this movie, you can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier that you can support us at if you like what we're doing. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. We would not be able to do this without y'all. So thank you so much. But let's jump into Stowaway. And like I said, this is going to be no spoilers. I I don't think there's really anything I can spoil. I mean, you you, you kind of know what you're getting when you get into the movie and you get like the plot set up. You kind of know where it's all going to be heading to. But for the most part, there will be no spoilers in this. So just a just a heads up, no spoilers. Uh, you don't have to worry about that. You can listen to this, and if it sounds like something you're interested in, then go check it out on Netflix. So, Stowaway is about a three-person crew on a mission to Mars, and they face this impossible choice when an unplanned passenger jeopardizes the lives of everyone on board. Basically, there are four characters in this entire movie. This is a like an indie studio, XYZ Films, I think. They're the ones that did like The Witch... The uh, uh, Hereditary, Midsommar, all those those style styles of movies, they did this. So same people, and you do kind of get that that sense of direction, photography, whatever in this movie because it's really, it's, I don't, I don't want to call it a slow burner or you know something that takes its time, but you can just tell it kind of looks similar and feels similar to those other movies, and that's not a knock. That is, I mean, you just know what you're going to get. If you like those movies, then you're going to like this movie. But 
the the issue is those are more considered like horror movies. I call them artsy horror movies. This is not really horror. This is more suspense. I I wouldn't even call it a thriller. It's just it's more suspenseful than it is anything. There's no real horror elements. I mean, there's the horror of being in space and you know being being lost in space. That horror aspect right there, maybe. But for the most part, it's it's just a suspense suspense movie. This was directed by Joe Pena. Pena. He directed the movie Arctic, which I watched earlier this year. I want to say I watched that in either January or February. I gave it three and a half stars when I watched it. It was a like solid, like a good movie actually. Uh, for the lack of characters in it, I think there's only I'm, I'm telling you, there's only a couple of characters in it. Same thing like this movie. There's there's no more than a few characters. Uh, but for that type of movie. I really enjoyed it. Is it going to be something that I watch every year? Probably not, but I, I really did enjoy it. It was three and a half stars. Uh, go check it out. I think it's on Amazon Prime uh, if you're in the mood for it. It's obviously set in the Arctic. Yeah. Anyways, so go check that out. Uh, the budget is unknown for this movie because obviously it's a Netflix original. They don't really release all that. It stars Anna Kendrick, Tony Collette. She starred in... Uh, Hereditary. She was the mom. Uh, Daniel Day Kim and Shamir Anderson. There's a runtime of one hour and 56 minutes. So as far as the runtime, I don't feel like it was overly long. You're you're set in one room for an hour and let's just say 50 minutes because six minutes of credits. It, It might feel like it gets a little boring with that. I never felt like the movie was was dragging or anything like that. Could they have shaved off, you know, five, ten minutes? Maybe. But the the runtime didn't really bother me at all. It was released on April 22nd, 2021. So, newly released. I watched it the day it came out. I saw a review on IGN. It was how I found it. And they gave it an eight. And I was like... Uh, okay. It has Anna Kendrick in it, and I saw Tony Collette was in it as well. And it was set set in space, and I, I don't know. I, I've i been watching a lot of these style of movies here recently. Uh, High Life with uh, Robert Pattinson in it, and then a couple other movies. And I really do enjoy these style of movies. Granted, they all kind of work with the same thing. They're all kind of cliche. They're all kind of the same plot. But... I, I I tend to like these style of movies. Fun facts for the movie. And by fun facts, I mean fun fact. Singular. The screenplay for Stowaway was written before Joe Pena's feature debut, Arctic, uh, which came out in 2018. The film was originally intended to be set on Mars and connected to Stowaway. But the setting of the narrative was changed to the Arctic after they saw the trailer for The Martian, which came out uh, I want to say 15, 2015, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, that would have been interesting if they would have somehow connected, like, if they would have made this movie the the first one, and then Arctic came out, and that would have been, you know, the sequel to this. I Or or maybe Arctic was the, the first movie, and then this one is they're going to Mars to, to save him, or... Or some along those lines. I think that'd been a really neat idea, but again, I loved Arctic for the way it is. It's it's a gorgeous movie. So go check it out on Hulu, not Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime, 
if uh if that's something it's, it's more of a survival survivor style movie where it's just like one man against the elements that's basically what it is so stowaway here are my thoughts on stowaway i actually really really enjoyed this movie i think it's i think it's a great movie it's it's gorgeous the cinematography is awesome the sound design is absolutely incredible you can see like they do such a great job of like when their astronauts are actually in their their outfits that the sound design just changes and you can barely hear them and it sounds like you're inside the helmet and trying to hear stuff outside it's it's incredible i i really really enjoyed the sound design it was one of the better things that happened in this movie as far as the score the score reminded me a lot of interstellar a lot they had a lot of similar a lot of similar like like tracks and a lot of similar beats throughout this entire movie that was very reminiscent of of interstellar so if you like interstellar obviously it's not going to be as action packed or you know like christopher nolan-esque obviously he's not going to get that some get more of an indie budget and indie feel to it but yeah i just I, I love the score of this i love the score of interstellar and this is it's almost it's almost the exact same to me like i was listening to the score and i'm like did i change movies because this sounds just like interstellar and the main thing the main thing that you can talk about this movie there are two things that movies like this have to hold their hat on they have to hold their hat on what is why why are these groups of people together what is the problem that's going to happen in space traditionally movies like this a problem happens and then they have to either race to fix it or race to find an alternative that will save their lives that's traditionally any style of space odyssey movie is going to be one of those two things from from my experience so you got to have the story the, the the general plot what's happening through the movie and then the biggest thing in my opinion that you have to nail in one of these styles of movies is you have to nail the characters you got to get actors that can portray these characters to i mean to perfectly they have to be able to make you care for these characters in a way that will suggest you sitting there and watching this movie for two hours. I mean, you're sitting in one space, uh, no pun intended, uh, for two hours. you got to care for the characters because they're not going to be doing much of anything. It's kind of like watching a Tarantino movie. Uh, this is not like a Tarantino movie, but it's similar to watching a Tarantino movie. It's heavy dialogue. There's not much going on. So you got to, he has to make fantastic, amazing characters for you to sit there and just listen to people talk for two hours. It's the exact same thing. These characters are, are very well done, in my opinion. Anna Kendrick did a, I wouldn't say she's my favorite out of the group. She's probably, I, I think they're all even across the board with what they were given to work with. Like I said, they're all in one big room for a majority of the movie. Daniel Day Kim, who plays uh, the one guy on the ship, uh, David. I think they did a great job of of giving him something to make y'all care about him, give us something to care about. Because, I mean, he's obviously the, 
I don't know his title, but he's basically the researcher. He's bringing like algae and plants to Mars to try to grow cultures and you know try to grow life on Mars. Well, they do a great job of of making you really care for him because and I don't know I I don't know if I want to say this because it might be spoilers. Uh, I'm I'm gonna hold off. It's just basically he everybody on the ship kind of represents one side of an argument onto this one choice that they have to make. He kind of is on one side, and then he goes to the other side over the course of the movie. And you, I really like how his character growth in the movie, how it, how it happens. It's just, it's really good throughout the course of the movie, his character, his growth and development of that character. As far as Tony Collette's, I think she is, she obviously is the best actress or best actor, whatever, out of this group. So she gets some more of the emotional scenes that happens, and she does a fantastic job. I dug her in Hereditary, and she's amazing in this movie as well. I think she gets some very emotional scenes that not really the other characters uh, can get, like the actors get. I mean, everybody has their emotional scene and whatnot, but I think she really does the best job out of all of them, mainly because I think she's just the better actor out of all of them, to be honest with you. So the the guy that's the stowaway, I think they did a fantastic job of developing him throughout, giving him like enough backstory and making you care for him. You care at the end of this movie, you care about each of these characters, all four of these characters. You care for them, and you're like, well, damn, do I want this to go like this, or do I want this to happen? I don't know. So. At the, like I said, at the end of the movie, you care for all of them, and really, that's the thing that you have to hold your head on, your hat on, uh, when you make movies like this, is to make us care for those characters. I have literally stopped and restarted this recording uh, a few times now, because I've ended up saying some kind of spoilery detail about the characters and whatnot. So I'm gonna end the character discussion right then and there, because. I I don't want I don't want what I say to spoil anything, and it might be like surface level details that really won't spoil the plot. But I think that's the thing that's the beauty of this movie is the character growth and the development and just making you care for them. That is the ultimate thing. That is ultimately what makes this movie so good, in my opinion. And earlier I said this is more of a suspense movie rather than a horror movie, even though it's by a company or whatever that does horror movies. They do this the traditional space odyssey suspense, you know, it's like I said, if I go into do, too many details about this, I will I will ruin the movie for you. Uh just know, I mean, every space movie has somebody that goes outside throughout the course of the movie, one person goes outside. Every space movie has it. You're going to have that in this. So there there's a little bit of suspense there. And yeah, I mean that's that's basically it that I can say about this movie without spoiling anything whatsoever. The plot is 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 very simple, but it's very effective. The dialogue, the writing, I thought was was pretty good. I I thought they did a great job of of just conveying everything, not being too simple, not being too cheesy. I thought I thought it was good good dialogue. I, I never had an issue with it. I ended up giving this movie four stars out of five. I think it's a movie that 
if if you're into these style of movies, then I think you're going to be right at home with this. And if you have a Netflix subscription, I mean, I don't see why you shouldn't watch this. It's it's four stars. I mean, it's already free if you're paying for it, basically. So go on there and check it out. That's Stowaway. It, like I said, it came out this week. I, I I would recommend you go go check it out. Is it worth? I don't think you can. I don't think you can buy Netflix movies, can you? I don't think I've ever seen a Netflix movie for sale. I've seen some TV shows, obviously not the good ones, because if they, I would have Daredevil one and three, one, two, and three, and then the Punisher seasons. But yeah, I don't think I don't think they have any of this stuff that's actually for sale. Uh, but if I had to give it a price, all right, because we traditionally do that on all of our reviews, I give you a price on what I would pay for this movie. No more. Look, I I have a hard time paying. Fifteen upwards of fifteen dollars for any movie. This is a brand new movie. So I mean, is it worth fifteen, twenty bucks? I think it's worth fifteen bucks. It's brand new. Is it worth wait? Like if you had to, if you did not have Netflix and you had to pay fifteen dollars to watch this movie, would I do that? I think it's worth fifteen dollars to watch this movie. I I really do. Uh to like see it in theaters would be great. I wish I could see it in theaters because the sound design is that good. Uh, I I just I really really enjoyed this movie. I think it's good. Uh, and I think if like I said, if you're into the Space Odyssey movies, you're into High Life, you're into Interstellar, Gravity, and Sunshine. If you're interested in all those movies, then I think you'll be right at home with this. I don't think you'll have any issues with this movie. I give it four stars. I highly recommend you go watch it on Netflix. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to conclude my review. I'm going to dip on out of here because I'm going to end up saying something that is going to spoil the movie for you. And, like I said, there is you already kind of know where this movie is going. It's not like they do some huge twist and it's going to change the movie forever. It's not, it's not going to break any new ground in the space movie genre. Nothing like that. Don't go into expecting this this game changer of a movie. It's not going to be one of those things. But if you're just looking for a solid movie with some great acting, some great characters, with some great sound design, then I think this is it, this is it for you. Don't go into it for plot because there's basically no plot. It's just this simple thing that happens and they all have to make a decision. That's basically it. But yeah, that's going to conclude my review for Stowaway. Uh, let me know if you like it. Email me at twogamepodcast at gmail.com and let me know if you like it. If I'm dumb and, hey, I'm absolutely crazy for liking this movie, whatever. Let me know how you feel about it, and I'll catch you all next time on another review.